0: I'm delighted to be here this evening to join you to bring to you God's Word. I bring you greetings from my dear wife to say hi. Um, I think uh, Brother Godwin has already introduced me, Me, and so without uh... Saying much, kindly turn with me to the book of Acts, the book of Acts, chapter seventeen. Acts seventeen, I'm reading from verse one. And this is God's holy and living word. Now, when they had come through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews. And Paul went in, as was his custom. And on the Sabbath day, he reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and proving that it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead. And saying, this Jesus, whom I proclaim to you, is the Christ. And some of them were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas as did a great many of devout Greeks and not a few of leading women. But the Jews were jealous and taking some wicked men of the rabble, they formed a mob, set the city in an uproar And attacked the house of Jason. Seeking to bring them out of the crowd. And when they could not find them. They dragged Jason. And some of the brothers before the city authorities. Shouting. These men who have turned the world upside down. Have come here also. And Jason has received them. And they are All acting against the decree of Caesar, saying that there is another king, Jesus. And the people and the city authorities were disturbed when they heard these things. And when they had taken money and security from Jason, as security from Jason, and the rest, they let them go. The brothers immediately sent. Paul and Silas away by night to Berea and when they arrived they went into the Jewish synagogue now there now these Jews were more noble than those in the Thessalonica they received the word with all eagerness examining the scriptures daily to see if These things were so, many of them therefore believed, with not a few Greek women of high standing, as well as men. But when the Jews from Thessalonica learned that the word of God was proclaimed by Paul in Berea, also they came there too agitating and stirring up the crowd. Then the brothers immediately sent Paul off on his way to the sea. But Cyrus and Timothy remained there. And those who conducted, Paul brought him as far as Athens. And after receiving a command for Cyrus, and Timothy, to come to him as soon as possible, they departed. O oh, glorious God, we turn to you again this hour, asking for your help, that you will help the preacher and you will help the listener, that this day your name may be glorified, O oh Lord. May Christ be honored among us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So I'm uh, delighted to be here, and I thank the Lord. The subject that I've been assigned to me is the Bileans, uh the noble Beleans. And here, we are living in a time and in a day where Christians and believers need to be more watchful and need to be more alert in their lives. Though in every generation there have been battles that have been fought, I believe that our generation and our time is a time for us to stand firm and to be watchful and to think so much about what we hear and examine the things that we hear from preachers and even the things that we read from the Word of God. Our generation is a generation that information is going very fast, is a generation of mass media, is a generation of social media and everything every time that something comes up it goes like wildfire and so your theme for this semester is that my sheep hear my voice and the question is this evening are you hearing the voice of your master That is the question that we need to ask ourselves. Are we hearing the voice of our master? If my sheep, Christ says, my sheep hear my voice, are you hearing his voice? And where can you hear his voice? How can you hear his voice? And even before you know how and where can you hear the voice of the shepherd, the question that the greatest of all is, are you a sheep of the master? Because before you hear the voice of the master, are you first a sheep? Because that is the greatest question. He says, my sheep, are you his are you his sheep? You who is seated here, even before we go further in our sermon this evening, are you a sheep or are you living in sin and you have not been brought to the fold of Christ? I prayed with you by the masses of Christ. Even right now, even at this moment, you can turn to Christ. You can come to Christ. You can believe in him right now. You can come right now and be one of his sheep and know how to hear and where to hear his voice the subject here is the noble Bereans the noble Bereans so who are the Bereans so we have heard this saying for those who have been in Christendom they have heard this again and again and you have been told be a Berean you have been told it is good to be a Berean but who are they who are these Bereans? Here, Paul, uh, Luke tells us, as he is narrating the story here in verse 10, he tells us that the brothers immediately sent Paul and Cyrus away by night to Berea. And when they arrived, they went into a Jewish synagogue. So the first thing that we notice here is that Paul is coming from the Saronica. And when he was in the Thessalonica, after preaching there, there was an uproar, and people did not want to listen to Paul. And so, as here we are told in verse 3, as verse 2, as it was his custom. It was the custom of Apostle Paul that whenever he went to a city, he searched for a Jewish synagogue. He himself being a Jew, and in the city, that city where he went, there were Jews who were gathered. And he desired that every city where he went, he would go to the synagogue and there listen to God's word. And also, as a Pharisee, as someone who was of a notable name in those days, have an opportunity to preach or even to read the scriptures for them. And so their coming to Berea was as a result of persecution. He was thrown out of the city of the Thessalonica. And he came down to Berea. Berea was a city in Greece. And there, in that city, there were Jews. The city was not a Jewish city. It was a city. And in this city, there were Jews who were living there. And so Paul sought to go to the synagogue as it was his custom. And there he found Jews and he sat down with them and explained to them the word of God. And so these Bereans were Jews. They were believers in the God of Israel. They were Israelites. They were worshippers of the true and the living God. They were people who held to the law of Moses. They were people who held to the prophets. They were people who held to the Psalms, to the books of wisdom, to the books of the prophets. They were people who had devoted themselves to the things of God. So even as he is going to them, these Jewish Bereans, these Jews who were living in Berea were in the synagogue as it was their custom to gather in the synagogue to study God's word, to hear God's word read to them, to hear God's word explained to them, to hear God's word applied in their life. So they were people who were gathering together. They were Jews. And notice that they were Jews who were yet to be converted. They were not believers in Christ. They were believers in the God of Israel. They were believers of God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob by descent. But now, as Paul is coming and is preaching the word of God, these people in Berea will hear the gospel for the first time. They will hear Christ explained to them for the first time. They were not converts. But they were not Christian converts, but they were Jews believing and upholding to the laws of God. Notice how they are said. They were more noble than those in the Thessalonica. So there is a contrast here that those who were in the Thessalonica were not noble. They were were not fair-minded. They did not receive the word as this in Berea. The same case with those in Athens as you read ahead. But these are said to be of noble. They were more noble. Not only noble, but they were more noble. And we see here in this text the conduct of the Bereans, Berean Jews. And this conduct is worthy of our emulation. By all of us, we are called upon And the subject here this day is a call for us to be good students of the word of God. It's a call for us to be those who read, those who study, those who search the scriptures, those who commit, those who dedicate themselves to the scriptures, those who love the word of God, those who learn the word of God, those who live the word of God, those who treasure the word of God. And so, the conduct of the Jews in Berea is one that is worthy of our emulation. But in what ways were these Bileans noble? In what ways were they noble? Their character here is given to us. Notice the first thing that they are said to be noble is their reception of the word of God their reception of the word of God here he says now these Jews were more noble than those in the Thessalonica why? they received the word with all eagerness that is the first thing that is noted of their nobility that is the first thing that is seen of them being noble. They were said to be noble because they, were, they received the word. They received the word of God. This word to be noble does not mean that they were noble of noble birth. It does not mean that they were brought up in a noble, noble way. But it is according to their character... Their character of life, their way of their attitude towards the word of God was noble, it was commendable. And here we are told why they received the word of God with all willingness. They were willing to give the apostle Paul a fair hearing. You see, in the Salonica. They rejected him. In the Saronaika, they said we do not want to listen to him. In the Saronaika, they said that Jason who has opened his doors for them need to be dragged out, need to be taken to the authority. They said that Paul and Cyrus have turned the world upside down and they have come here to do the same, and we will not allow them. So they were not welcoming they did not receive him. They did not receive not only Paul but also they did not receive the word of God. But the Bereans when they came, they, when Paul and Cyrus came, they received him. This word received is the word to welcome gladly. It is the word that you use when you are saying ask and you will Receive. So you are asking and you are waiting to receive and receiving is here. You are taking it. And so when Paul came, they received him. When the word of God came, they received it. And notice how it is qualified that they did not only receive the word, but they received it willingly. They received it eagerly. I don't know whether you have had an opportunity to wait for visitors. When visitors are coming to your house, all at your home, you wait for them. You prepare. You eagerly wait. Even one time, maybe it is past five minutes and you're still wondering, are they still coming? You are eagerly waiting for them. And these billions, they did not dis- dismiss the word of God, but they received it. Eagerly, not only their reception, but also their listening. They listened to the word attentively. They were thoughtful listeners. They did not just listen. They did not just take it for that what it is, but they listened to it thoughtfully, with a desire to understand. They attended the synagogue not only physically, but also with their minds. There is a bad saying that is said about Christians. That when Christians are getting into the church, they leave their brains outside and they get in. But not so with the Bereans. The Bereans came with their bodies and they came with their minds and they came with their hearts and they received the word of God. The second thing that you notice here is what Paul preached. The thing that Paul preached was different from what they were used to hear. They were used to hear that the Messiah is coming. And the Deliverer, when he comes, he will be a mighty king. He is the one who is going to deliver us from the hands of the Romans. He is the one who is going to bring freedom. When the Messiah comes, freedom has finally come. We will no longer be under the taxation of the Roman Empire. We will no longer be under the rulership of the Roman Empire. We will be a free people and we will have our king. But what Paul said when he came, notice in verse 2, he says, and Paul went in as his custom. And on, the, on three Sabbath day, three Sabbath days, he reasoned. With them from the scriptures. Paul reasoned with them from the scriptures. For them, they did not have the Bible as you have it today. For them, they had scrolls. Maybe a scroll of Isaiah, a scroll of Genesis, a scroll of Exodus. Just pieces, large ones. But Paul reasoned with them from the scriptures, verse 3, explaining and proving that it was necessary for the Christ to suffer. For them, they were waiting the Christ who will come to bring deliverance. But Paul is bringing a message contrary to what they have believed all their lives. And he's telling them, That from the scriptures, I can prove to you, I can explain to you, I can show you word for word, prophecy after prophecy, that it was necessary, it was needful for the Christ to suffer. And then he went even further, not only to tell them that this Christ must suffer, but even went ahead to tell them this Jesus, the one who was crucified in Jerusalem, is the Christ. Ah! Paul, you're bringing a completely strange doctrine to us. That Jesus, that young man from Bethlehem, that young man from Nazareth, what good can come out of Nazareth? You have come here to tell us that that Jesus who was crucified, that is our Messiah. That is a very weak Messiah. That is not our Messiah. But... Paul proved from the scriptures that Jesus is the Messiah. He argued with them. He reasoned with them. Paul preached that this Christ must suffer. This Christ must die. This Christ must rise from the dead. And this Christ is Jesus of Nazareth. dear friends it is important for us to realize that jesus christ is the christ is not only the messiah that the jews were waiting but he is your messiah he is the one who came not to bring an earthly kingdom but to bring an eternal kingdom he is the one who came to save Sinners, for this is a trustworthy saying and worthy of all acceptation that Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners of whom Paul says, I am the foremost. And even as we study about the Bereans, have you known him as your Christ? Are your sins forgiven you? Do you know Jesus as the Christ, the Savior, who came to save, who came to deliver from sin? I plead with you by the mercies of Christ to see that you are a sinful man, a sinful woman, to see your sin and run at once to the Lord Jesus Christ, the only saviour. You see, for Paul, he argued from the scriptures that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Well, in the past few days, I heard the other day of a so-called apostle say that the Old Testament prophets made mistakes, that we must correct them using what Christ taught. But what did Christ teach Christ believed in the scriptures. Christ believed that the scripture is the word of God. He said to Satan that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And sadly, Christians were saying, Amen! Did you hear how deep he is? No, that's Sharu. The Bereans could not have entertained that. But Paul, from the scriptures, as Jesus did in Luke 24, showing them from the Psalms that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. I want you here to see this should be our attitude brothers and sisters dear friends when we come to a place like this to this congregation we should come with hearts willing and desiring to receive the word of God we should not come expecting to hear a man speaking to us yes God uses men but the man must come with the Bible Man must come with the scripture. Not only the man must come with the scriptures, but you, you should also come with yours. You should also come with yours to countercheck, to see whether what I am reading is true. We should come to hear God's word with eagerness, willingness to learn to be challenged, willingness to be rebuked and to be edified and equipped for every good work in Christ Jesus. But notice the second thing, the attitude of the Bereans towards the Scriptures. They believed in the authority of the Scriptures. That is why they went back to the Scriptures. Here he says, they received the word with all eagerness, examining the Scriptures daily so as to see whether those things were so. They examined the scriptures. They went back to the scriptures. They believed that for them as Jews, the scriptures was their rule of faith and practice. So they went back to it. Though they did not have or possess a Bible like yours, here we are told they daily examined the scriptures. It was a tedious work. It was a great work to come back to the synagogue and to carry that heavy scroll and to unravel it and to examine it, to open it, to open to open the scroll again and again and to look to the place where Isaiah said that Jesus Christ must suffer, where David says that he must be raised from the dead. To look for those passages, it was a tedious work. It was a great work. But they believed that the scriptures were authoritative. They did not believe anything else that was outside the scriptures. They believed the scriptures. It is the same that the apostles did when they preached. They went back to the to the scriptures. The day of Pentecost, Peter is preaching, and there he goes back to the Old Testament. Stephen, when he is preaching, he goes back to the Old Testament because that is the scriptures that they had, and they had to prove from the scriptures that Jesus is the Messiah. The Bereans did not have a low view of the scriptures. They had a high view of the scriptures. And that is how you and I should... And by the way, how you view the scriptures, how you understand the scriptures, tells us what you believe about God. If you have a low view of the scriptures, you have a low view of the God of the scriptures. If you believe that the scriptures are not inspired by God, that these are just stories... Then, even the God that you believe in, we put to question. The Baleans did not only believe in the authority of the scriptures, that the scriptures has the right to tell them how to live, but also they believed that the scriptures were sufficient. They believed in the sufficiency of the scriptures. They believed that the scriptures were sufficient to save them, to show them the way of Christ. And so they lived their lives believing in the scriptures. This is something that we are lacking today, that people challenge the scriptures. People think that the scriptures are not enough. They do not believe that the scriptures are authoritative and sufficient for their faith. Hence, they desire new and deeper revelations. People desire to be told, I had a dream. People desire to be told, I can see in that corner. People desire to be told, I had a vision. But they don't look to the scriptures. But the believers, they examined the scriptures. They scrutinized. They investigated. They questioned the scriptures. They asked what, why, how, where, when. they examined the scriptures to see whether what Paul said was true. And dear friends, you know, Paul, 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 we are speaking about Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ. Yet, they did not say that this is the apostle, so we will take his word for it. They went and examined, but you, you, you do not ask, you say, ah, apostle Adesema, My pastor, you know, the man of God, man of God has deep revelation. You know, his levels, he is to levels that you are not. He is deep, he has deep revelations, he has wisdom, he is oozing with wisdom. (laughs) Do not question, but the Bereans questioned Paul. Notice their diligence. They did not do it once. The Bible says they did it daily, frequency. They did it daily to see whether what Paul was saying was true. Dear friends, what was preached in your church on Sunday? Have you gone back to the scriptures to see whether what pastor preached is true? Or you closed your Bible with the pastor and you're waiting for him on Sunday to open it again? Are you reading your Bible right now to see whether what I'm saying is true? And will you do it after this? Or will you be satisfied with what I am saying so that even when I tell you something here, you will go home believing it? And dear friend, know that how much you are advantaged. The Bereans did not have the Bible. You have it even in your phone. You have five versions. Immediately you buy a smartphone. You download Bible app with five versions. Amplified, HCBC, what What not? When last did you read Amplified? When last did you read NIV, ESV, NKJV? When last did you read them? We are here this day very privileged, dear brethren, even as I come to a conclusion. Notice their attitude towards the apostle. Their attitude, they received the word of God. They examined the scriptures. Notice their attitude towards the the, the apostle. We live in a day where the man of God... Has been deified. That whatever a preacher says Is not put to question Hey, Pastor Arisema Pastor Arisema Na hawezi kuwa wrong Unajua anaobanga maragapi wewe Hamekua ngulimani kituwambea Pastor, akisema, ukuje kutoka pare nyuma ukirukaruka. You don't question. Unakuja ukirukaruka. Akisema urale chini, ukuje na tumbo. Unakuja hivyo. You don't stop to ask yourself, where in the scriptures? We live in a time where when you question the man of God, they say, Do not touch the anointed one of the Lord. Thou shalt not touch the anointed one of the Lord. May you ask, who are you to question? If you question, like one of the prophets who was here, maybe an apostle who was here some weeks ago. You question him and they will ask you, show us your congregation. You know how many people follow him. You, we will come on Saturday to see how many people you preach to. Because someone has a huge following does not mean that they are right. If they misinterpret the word of God, tell them, do not fear to speak about it. It is not their word, it is the word of the Lord. Do you think there is an apostle who is greater than Apostle Paul? But the Bereans did not take his word for it. They went home and examined the scriptures for themselves. And I plead with you, young people, I plead with you, my brothers and sisters, dear friends, take the word of God and read it for yourself. Examine the scriptures for yourself and you will see it. their response to the word of God, here we are told, after hearing and receiving it, after examining it, after going through every passage that Paul spoke about, they went home, and the God, the Holy Spirit, who convicts sinners of their sins and draws them to the saving grace of our Lord and blessed Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, saved them. Here we are told, verse 12, many of them, therefore, Believed, many of them. Compared to those in the the we are told some of them believed, but those in Berea, many of them believed. They had a great response. They responded in faith. They believed the word of God. When they examined the scriptures, they found that what prophets said concerning Messiah corresponded with what Paul said concerning Christ. It was true concerning his birth, his life, his death, his resurrection. It was true. And now here, Dear congregation, dear brothers and sisters, I cannot but say, go ye home and do the same. Go home and be a berea. Receive the word of God with eagerness. Examine the scriptures. Do not take the word of your pastor for it go and check whether the bible says so when you hear a preacher saying jesus is god bring it to the bible when you hear him say or us you hear us speak about the fall of man the depravity of man the condemnation by the law Man's helplessness, the mission of Christ, the divinity of Christ, his humanity, sacrifice, death, resurrection, accession, intercession, his supremacy in the church, his second coming, the joy of heaven and the terrors of hell, repentance, faith, love, the spirit. These are things which deeply concern us. And I urge you, by the mercies of Christ, to examine the scriptures, to see whether things, these things are so, to see whether it is true that these things are so. We have a duty as Christians, as young people, to stand for the truth and to look at the word of God and study it. We are to know that Scripture alone tells us who God is. Scripture alone tells us who we are. Scripture alone tells us who Christ is and why he came. It tells us of our destiny. We should examine it. When someone claims to be a prophet, bring their words to the Bible. Do not believe everything, but test everything and every spirit the devil is very cunning and very crafty he will not say look I am a false preacher and what I'm going to teach you today is false no he will give you five truths and therein bring in three or four lies and he will go home saying he read the bible he could not be wrong could he? They mix the truth with lies. And so, in conclusion, as I invite you this evening to be good students of the Word of God, you are known as a university of research. To research is to, you do not just take something today and say, Nikweli, you go and study it, you go and examine it, you go and investigate, interrogate, scrutinize it, test it. And I invite you this evening to do the same with the scriptures, examine the scriptures. But you say some lies matuka sahi. right now in the big tank that is somewhere here and it's full of water. Let us just go and put just it's ten thousand liters of water. Let's just put one such as of that. Just one. Just one. And you will take, you will say, it's just one. It was just one. 25 milliliters, milligrams, 25. And it's 20, 10,000 liters. That's too little. No, don't take that. The Bereans were a Jewish group of people who lived in Berea. They were not Christian converts until the arrival of Apostle Paul. When Paul preached to them, they received the word, and they received him and his message, but examined his message, comparing it with the scriptures. And for this, they were commended, and were said to be more noble. May God help us to have the same conduct as the Bereans. May you be a Berean, not, not just be a... But may you be a noble Christian... Who takes the word of God... And believes it... And examines it... But the Bereans got saved... By reading the word of God... And you are here... And you are not saved... The word of God... It is good to read it... But you must believe it... As the word of God... That you are a sinner... And God is holy and God will judge all sinners and will take them to eternal destruction. But in God's love and mercy, God sent the Lord Jesus Christ to die on the cross so that those who believe in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Are you here and are not saved? Come to Christ and believe in him and he will save you. And this evening, You want to hear a fresh word from God? Go buy a new Bible. (laughs) You want to hear God speaking to you? Go and read that new Bible out loud. Want to think God's thoughts after Him? Memorize and internalize as much of the Bible as you can. Want to make disciples? Teach the Bible. Want to counsel lovingly and faithfully? use the Bible. Want to preach a helpful and timeless way? In a timeless way? Preach the Bible. Want to be a noble, victorious Christian? Read, memorize, study and live the Bible. And God will bless you. Eternal glorious Father, we thank you for your word that you give to us. May you be praised, O oh Lord, for helping us. To look into your word and think about the Bereans who are commended for their nobility to examine the scriptures. Would you help us, Father, to be such as the Bereans, so that, Lord, in all things, your name may be glorified. Help us, Lord, in in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for the blessing today.